0: It's summer at the Change Course Podcast. And if you've been a longtime listener, you'll know that summer means special episodes. I'm thrilled to be bringing you some of the best conversations that I had on my video series called Change the Conversation. Now, you're just going to hear the audio of these conversations. But if you wanted to check out the video, you can, it's easily accessible on our YouTube channel. So for the summer, I hope you enjoy these short episodes that are focused on critical topics and change from change leaders who are just like you. And while we enjoy our summer and recharge our creative batteries, I hope that you'll join us for this series of special episodes. We look forward to seeing you back in the fall, and I hope that you have a great summer as well. I'm Natalia Loback, and this is the Change Course Podcast. I've spent my career leading complex change and transformation in organizations. And over my career, I've discovered what makes complex transformational change stick. Connected Change is all about leading successful change within the context of the organization. And here at the Change Course Podcast, we're all about making change sustainable. So listen in, drop us a like, a comment, and let us know how we can help you connect and change. This is Change the Conversation. I'm Natalia Loback, founder and principal of Chart House Advisory Services, and we're back with Stephanie J. Marshall, who is an alignment coach and the founder of Kickstartology. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) It's so nice to have you again. Um, You know, we covered incredible ground as we were preparing for these conversations, and there is just so much that we have in common that we can talk about And one of the areas that uh, you flagged me to was actually resistance. And I mean, this is the bane of the change manager's existence. It's resistance. Like those, right? Like people who don't want to change, people who are like, no, thank you. Um, People who are having really strong, visceral negative responses to what is happening. And, you know, often I look at, there, you know, you should expect for some resistance and resistance often comes when you feel like change is happening to you. Yeah. And, you know, I would just like to hear a little bit about your take on resistance from a personal and development level and how you help your clients work through some of those challenges in themselves.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to say that resistance is so important in terms of change. It's almost always present. And also that's where the good stuff is. You know, I tell my clients, like if you always feel happy and comfortable with coaching and it's all easy, I'm doing something wrong. At some point, I want you to be like, no. I like to say we all have a bit of an inner toddler, right? (laughs) And look, this goes for the big job career decisions But it's also sometimes like, I don't want to go to yoga this morning. It's cold. So I don't think I should have to and coming up with reasons, right? And a lot of the time resistance is because we're not willing to explore things neutrally. It's because we've got some assumptions, some opinions and not facts. I mean, look, here's the thing. I coach intelligent women, which is way more fun and interesting as far as I'm concerned. But the problem is if they're feeling resistance, if they're like, oh, I'm so not on board with what's happening in my company. And these people are idiots because A, B, C, or D, they're going to be able to tell such a good story that they're going to convince almost everyone so that I like, see them right. Like, clearly this is not my fault. It has nothing to do with me. It's just the way they are. And as a coach, my job is to be like, okay, let's, let's just like, let's go a little closer into that. Uh-huh. Where are the assumptions? Where are the facts that are making you feel like that? Are, where are the facts? Where are your assumptions, your thoughts, your feelings? How are they playing a role? We spend a lot of time in coaching and it sounds easy until you do it, right? If you think this is easy, like let's chat. Separating out the circumstances and the facts from Mm -hmm. your thoughts, from your assumptions, from your beliefs. And it's not to say you're wrong, actually has nothing to do with right or wrong, true, not true. It's to gain clarity. And the more you do that, the easier it is to be like, oh, look, there's my resistance. Then it feels good. I've actually gotten to the point now that when I feel major resistance, I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting, <laughs> right? Like what's yeah. going to happen now?
0: Like what's and, under there? Let's unpack this. Let's see what's happening. Oh, yeah. Wow.
1: And, and, and I think the, tr- the same is true, though. The, the big picture, that resistance is so normal, but a lot of it is based on just people's assumptions, their beliefs, when you get the things like it's not fair, or, I'm mad because or you know making blanket statements about other people there's a lot of messiness in there and sometimes I find the corporate thing is to try and have the party line this is going on and trying to simplify because simplifying the message is generally a good thing right oh yeah here's the tricky part resistance is usually very nuanced it is there's so much subtlety into really digging out what the resistance is exactly right And that, to me, the more you can dive into that, you're going to have more clarity, which just helps you make more informed decisions on how to go forward. And also, once you find the cause on a personal level, it's going to be so much easier to release it and be like, oh, okay, I see what's happening. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I think from a leadership perspective, cultivating that skill and cultivating that, um, you know, constant uh, looking inward and learning to work and recognize your own responses is so important.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it, it, it just it, makes a of, you a better leader. <laughs>
1: like yeah. And it's funny, you and I did an MBA together, right? So we know business is, well, you're very, I, I'm out of that world. But so much of it is assuming people are logical and we're not. Like we are actually driven by our feelings, not by logic. If it was logic, that means that if you just put something in the calendar, you would always do it. We're not like, that'd be great. Yeah. But that's it, not how we operate, right? It is our feelings that drive us. So sometimes in business, I just want people to admit that a little bit more, even though it's annoying sometimes. It's true. I know. And you know what?
0: Like this is, it, it just, it speaks to the reason why I started this organization and why I started this work because so much of the work and change previous to today Um, Except for like, you know, two women researchers out there who came up with, or maybe three women who came up with models that looked at emotional responses, all of the other stuff, like all of the classic, um, you know, corporate ways of looking at change are like models made by engineers and like male engineers, which like I'm not getting, you know, you know, down on gender or anything like that um but there is you know in in the way that our society has been cultured um you know there's this assumption that you know, logic is the way forward organizations yeah. are logical but people are emotional and we have to think about those emotional responses if we don't um our changes aren't successful like like you said gonna slow things down. Lo- exactly Like if it was logical, you put the meeting in and it's like, everyone's going to do this now. If it was logical, everyone would, but we all know that's not how it works.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So until we do come up with the model where we do get to control other people, (laughs) which, you know, we discussed isn't really a thing. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? Thank you so much for this conversation and this series of conversations that we've had. I've really enjoyed speaking with you, Steph.
1: Thank you. It's so great to chat.
0: Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, I invite you to like, share, rate, and subscribe because it helps others find us. Change Course is brought to you by Charthouse Advisory Services and ConnectedChange.com. Our music is Levity by Emily Claussen. Show notes have moved. We're now at connectedchange.com. So visit us there under the Change Course podcast page, and you'll find a list of all the resources that I've mentioned here today. While you're visiting us, sign up for the Change Navigator newsletter. You'll keep on top of all things change. And every month we are sharing exclusive content and resources only with our subscribers. So don't miss out. Sign up at connectedchange.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's never too late to change course.